Friday night, let's have some fun Let's get together and play a ton With Matt and John, and Mike and Bill I almost forgot that other Matt too This podcast is not sponsored by Board Game Geek, by the creator of the game, or any other game company. This podcast is a production of Friday Night Games. Warning, this podcast occasionally contains strong language, which may be unsuitable for children, unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for adults, mention of alcohol, which is unsuitable for everyone, and lewd behavior from Bill, which is only suitable for himself. Friday Night Games are a group of friends who play and discuss board games almost every Friday for the last two to three years, and some of us even longer. We are currently picking from a variety of different games and playing them. If this is your first time tuning in, expect discussion of gameplay and not a step-by-step instruction on how to play. So with us today is... Mike. Matt. Other Matt. John. All right, so today we're reviewing a... Not so popular game, but a very, but a, wow. <laughs> Isn't it a popular game? Sorry? Isn't it not a popular game? Yeah, honestly, it's not like, when you think popular, I think like Cards Against Humanity or Monopoly. This game mm-hmm. I would consider um, kind of a person who likes to play board games. It'd be like the next step beyond Monopoly. So it is a classic and it's called Carcassonne. A clever tile laying game by Klaus Jurgen Vried. For two to five players aged seven and up. Carcassonne, the world famous French city known for its imposing fortifications erected during the antiquity and the Middle Ages. This fortress, surrounded by magnificent walls, still stands today as one of the most unique French cities. In this game, players must develop the area around Carcassonne. They will place their followers onto roads and into cities, monasteries, and fields. Only those who make the most judicious placements will gain the points required to win the game. Um, So we're playing with the basic rules of the deluxe game. Uh, No expansions, but this game has many expansions. (laughs) Matropolis. (laughs) Sorry, it registered like after the fact. (laughs) I laughed harder at that joke than anyone else did. I'm like, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be scored so, so hard. You, you score the guy off. Hard. So the guy, pull pull your guy off. How many points? Uh, two per tile that's on. So six. Three? Oh. No, no, it's one, right? Because it's... One, one, two, three, four, five, six. But I only got six. two. No, I actually moved you up to four. Oh. You get one, two. Three, cities four. are two, or is that just? Uh, cities are two per tile. Roads are one per tile, and monasteries are one per tile. Shield five is three, then, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. So and your city, your city occupies three tiles. Yeah. And okay. if you have a shield, then it's three, right? And if you have, if you have a shield, it's another two. So this city's worth right now. It's worth. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Oh, okay. You just point, poke at them and add so, to them. Uh, so, okay. don't add to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, add, like, add another or one Or you add, like, you try to add these or something. So, I have to yeah. keep going out. Because he just needs one more and he'll get 8,000? I don't know. I'm not good at math. <laughs> five, five, <laughs> 18. Is it my turn? It's my turn? Yes. <laughs> Why was this game chosen? So basically, other Matt really wanted to play this game. 
Um, he's never played it, and I don't think any of us have either, and it's the staple of board game people, so we want to be board game people. Words of a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what were your immediate impressions of the game? Uh, for me, I think I was a little intimidated by like the initial setup of the game, but once we got into it, it was fairly easy to, to catch on. I think when you were explaining it, I was like, that's a little much for a small game. But I feel like during the gameplay, it was easy to understand and play through. I, I did notice, like, even for me when I was reading the instruction manual, there's a lot to score. And we only did the three basic things. If you add in more expansions, and even this this version of it that I have, you can add in a bishop. You can add in uh, farmers in a field. You can add in uh, water tiles. And I didn't add any of those in. And they add a whole new element to the game, make it more complicated. So it's kind of cool that we can add on, but it's also like, oh man, what other scoring needs to happen? So my impression is this actually was really easy to pick up because I've played a lot of games that are like this. Um, there's one called Suro, T-S-U-R-O, and it's about like a boat and you try to connect these channels. And uh, there's another one where you that's that my mom likes to play where you place quilting tiles down and you have to match them up and once they match up they create points so it, i feel like this the mechanic of this game is something that's based to all these other more modern games and it's like to me i'm a little underwhelmed like it was kind of simple but i'm like i get it because it's like a video game when you go back and play an old video game you never played and you're like eh, it's kind of that's because you've never played the the iconic game that started it you know it may seem kind of base but once you you appreciate like what it did to the industry like that's what i appreciate about this like i feel like it it started a whole bunch of games of this style it is definitely a classic game it's one of those games where you know most people start off with monopoly and then they're like oh i like monopoly what can i go into and then this would be one of the games you go into next um european style another one would be ticket to ride another one would be like a pandemic those are all like the next step into board games. Just want to make a comment. Like, um, I think it it feels really, really random. Like it's really just piles of cards, and you just take them. You get what you get. You take one card, and that's the one you have. It's not like you have choices to make and decisions. It it, it was pretty strict. I mean, what once the board starts playing, you can start making small decisions. You know, do you want to attack another player by making it difficult? to finish the city or do you want to help yourself and some stuff like that but it seemed pretty strict yeah there's more choice as the game goes on there's more options created by people placing tiles all around but yeah at the beginning you are kind of restricted so what is the overall theme to this game and what do you think about each component so like it i see it obviously it's a medieval themed looking game with like castles and stuff and i actually looking at the finished it looks like clouds you know like you like we're pick, trying to pick out what these shapes mean of these cities like this one look kind of looks like a fish or something and that one i don't know what that is <laughs> it's a medieval city planner it reminds me of Catan a little bit even though it's not Catan. the art style is very similar to me um basically the meeple are very simple Right, we have the scoring board, which is nice. Helps us keep track of our scores. Um, and then the artwork is very, like on the cards itself, is very straightforward. Each tile has, it's kind of interesting because each of them, they match. So basically like, if you look at it wholly, you'd be like, I don't think this would match, but 
actually does match really well and you can flesh out this world which is kind of really neat yeah it's cool because you can rotate they're just square cards you can rotate them in any any angle and um or the 90 degree angles but um there you, you notice there isn't really like shadows or anything to make it look weird if it's if they're rotated at different because you can see this one is clearly upside down now it's right side up but it doesn't look weird you know if there were shadows where one is the shadows are going this way and the other's going that way so i think they did a pretty good job with that and, and um and the, the cards are kind of small which was one thing i noticed but seeing the size of the game how it's sprawling across the board it's like yeah they kind of had to do that yeah, i think like i like your comment about katangs that's what my initial reaction of it was i like the idea of just adding on and building our world as we go um i like how <clears throat> even though if we do decide to play this game again it's playing the same game but it's not so that i feel like that's kind of cool my one of my favorite moments is when uh <clears throat> you place the tile wrong on the board and no one noticed <laughs> No yeah. one at all notices wrong, and we're just like, yeah, he scored. Yeah, sweet. All right, <laughs> so, I mean, it makes me feel like, hey, you know what? Let me try that. It's also like a house rule could be like, hey, if you place it, no one notices and calls you out, then that stays. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that could have been a legitimate thing we could have kept, even yeah. though we all missed it, including yourself. I don't think you meant to do that. I think you just did it. I just did it. You're so it, excited to score. To right? score, yeah. I didn't even notice that there's no road. What mechanics are used to play this game? And or, what are your general thoughts about gameplay? So, Simple Mechanics is just a tile placement game. And then, uh, actually, worker placement onto the tile that you just placed. Uh, gameplay is very simple and very straightforward. It seems more complicated because there's a lot of scoring rules. But then once you get over that, it actually becomes really easy. So it kind of makes sense why they added in a lot of expansions even to this basic game because you can make it more and more complicated. Yeah, I, I just want to, it's just a pile of tiles and you, you just draw one of them. It's really what you get. It's just random. The card that you get could be beneficial for you or, you know, it could be really beneficial. You know, like if I got that church at the end was actually pretty awesome because it there was a spot right for it. So I got eight out of the nine points at the end, which is pretty good. But if the church at the beginning there was hardly anything around it. So that was a kind of a difficult one, like getting a church. And, and you know, that's really just because it's, you know, it's random, right? The other comment I had is that it's, um, it's, it's turn-based, but there's not much to do on your turn. Like you, you do your turn and then you just kind of wait for everyone else to do theirs. So it's kind of overly simplistic, which makes sense for a classic game because it's making popular this style of game about tile placement kind of thing you try to plan your turns ahead but i guess other people also interrupt your turns, so that's probably why you just took it one turn at a time kind of thing when i placed my uh final piece of my castle in my head i was that's what i was planning on doing was finishing that castle so when i finally got that uh rounded uh, castle piece i was like yeah perfect so, i got it in there yeah you're just like ecstatic and you didn't even think that there's a road on there no it's like your mind blocks it out. So what mechanics worked well and uh, why or what mechanics worked poorly? And was there any mechanic that really stood out? I actually thought it was it was good that the mechanics were kind of simplistic. So when my turn is over, it's almost like I have a break to go get some popcorn, drink a beer. And I don't really have to be too overly concerned with what's going on that much until my turn comes up. I, I thought the mechanics were really straightforward. So it really wasn't anything that worked like poorly i guess everything worked kind of well mainly because it was so simple i mean we played a lot of games over the years that like some of them are just so complicated you can't even remember what you're doing on your turn yeah and yeah. this was nice like kind of a nice change like 
very casual and you're right I mean you can have a small conversation on the side while we're playing this game and and you're not really missing much you know but yeah turns are actually they're actually quick just because you you really only draw the card and that's all you have to make a decision on is what is that card and what can you if i had say if i could accumulate the cards or do something else like if there was some other option it would just slow it down i feel so i i think they really paced it well it's just it's very casual it's quick it's complicated enough to be interesting yeah it's really quick it's like you almost feel like oh my turn is over like really quickly yeah. although you are waiting for everyone to finish before you go but it still feels like a pretty quick turn that you're taking i think for me when we were playing and uh you called out that the game or when matt called out that the game was almost over and i was like what why like i'm no one is near the end of the score <laughs> and then we realized that we go we just don't have any more tiles left to play um so that kind of threw me off guard a little bit um just because i wasn't paying i was paying more attention to the scoreboard than when the actual tiles in play by the way just for the listeners uh john won with 51 points me matt came in second with 44 then uh novi with 36 and trailing behind was uh other matt with uh, 32 so what was your strategy for the game so i i think like after this good playthrough my strategy for the next game would be like hopefully pull up one of the churches and just get a guy on there as soon as possible because that's a ton of points uh i definitely lucked out in this playthrough because i got this castle and you guys are like oh i'm just gonna keep building this castle to to make it as large as possible and that actually worked out against you hmm. because i easily took like 20 points at one point hmm. um so i guess maybe another strategy for that would be to close out a simpler castle so i get less points yeah that's what i was gonna say i think for me my next playthrough um, I feel like I would focus building smaller castles and accumulating points quicker. Because <clears throat> there was one point where I, I didn't have any meeples left to put down on the board. So I was like, I have to put something to score um, just so I can take something back. I was trying to kind of build on the edges away from other people. And that has its pros and cons, I guess, because I kind of have to build it by myself, which, you know, takes card after card. It's probably going to take three, four cards, three, four turns nobody else's help and then i got a bunch of points when menzies completed a road that i just happened to have a meeple on so oh yeah that was like a 10 point road right yeah 10 or 12 yeah like i i was obviously i lost so i don't really have uh my strategy doesn't matter that much because <laughs> <laughs> honestly i was just trying to like build whatever i could and finish it as fast as i could because i had a, a church fairly early on and i was trying to just build anything around it that would connect and it was kind of difficult to actually find pieces that do that i did i did notice when you were playing all your characters or meeples were right there they're very uh heavily populated on your end of the table so mm -hmm. yeah you had like five meeples out i think that was more than anyone you had a lot of investments that didn't <laughs> pay off too well all right length how long did it take to learn and how long did it take to replay a session? Um, yeah, I don't think it, I think you guys can agree it did not take very long to learn. We learned it like really quick. Yeah. This is probably one of the quickest games that we played that, that I picked up really fast. It's great. How long will a replay session take? I think the same length, like the game took about 40 minutes. I would say it would probably take the same. So next we're looking at how stressful this game is. So, was it difficult to play, or did you find it easy? Why and when? 
I found it difficult to hear the rules before playing, but when we started playing, it was super easy, super simple to catch on and complete. Yeah, I just want to say, like, the rules are talking about, like, what's on the tiles, and you're kind of like, oh, and, my, my, and what I was thinking in my head is, what are the total things on the tiles? And really, there's only three, a road, a city, and a, and a church. So it's kind of, once you start seeing the tiles, you see, oh, okay, there's only those three possibilities, and, you know, <laughs> it's pretty pretty easy to, it's a very visual game. So overall, I would say it's it's it was really easy to play. You can really play it with anyone, I think. How engaging was the content during your turn and or not during your turn? So I think we kind of hit on that one already where I, I was, you know, I was essentially saying like when, when your turn is done, you can, you can kind of sit there and wait. But it, I thought it was fairly engaging just to see if anyone goes and messes in your area. And during your turn, obviously you get that tile and you're looking all over the place and trying, oh, I can go there, I can go like that. It, it's I thought it was pretty engaging. Yeah, I think for me... Um... I was less engaged when it wasn't my turn, but at the same time, you didn't really have to. I didn't think like that part that was part of the game. Yeah, I mean the turns were short enough that I I was zoning out sometimes when it was not my turn. It didn't feel like a negative thing. Like some games, I could see that being a negative thing. Yeah, like we were having a conversation at one point, and then we came back to it. And we're like, oh, nothing crazy happened, so we could easily rejoin the game fairly quickly so the rules were they clear and easy to understand no i think like we think we mentioned it before um hearing all the rules at once was a little (laughs) overwhelming especially with like the scoring or uh yeah the scoring of the cards and how everything works but when you're in the midst of playing it's easy to understand at that point yeah i think that's going to happen with a lot of games it's kind of easier just to see it played did we have variations or house rules could we and would you be excited about an expansion or expanded rules? So right away we talked about how John put down that one piece that was actually not supposed to be put down. And I think the, definitely a cool house rule would be like, hey, if you played it and no one caught it, then it stays and you get whatever points. Mm-hmm. Um, as for like expansions, there is a lot of expansions with this game. There's, there's a ton of them, and even though I said it, like when I was reading the instructions, we only played the very basic rules. There were still two or three more rules we could have played with in this game session. I think that would make the game better and more interesting, and as you get to know the rules and you understand how easy it is to play the game, then yeah, those those things will make it more complicated and you know give you a different play experience. I'm not going off the rails, but I just bought that on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's a great game that I can just bust out and and just play with anyone because they'll get it so fast. Who would you recommend this game to? Could anyone play? Would everyone be interested? The game kind of has this medieval theme to me, so I feel like it, it it would be a little limited in terms of the audience, just based on the artwork. You know, so if you have nerdy friends, I think they would love it. But if you have like a bunch of bros, I think they'd be like, "What's this, bro?" <laughs> normally the games that we play on our uh weekly game night i I, w- I usually bring home to my wife and i say hey this game is really fun to play i don't i feel like i would wouldn't bring this home to her based to think based on what matt said other matt said just based on the artwork and all that stuff i don't feel like she'd be totally interested in it again my mom's gonna love this game <laughs> <laughs> 
I was totally going to say anyone who plays this with like a more, I wouldn't say a PG audience, but it's definitely made for everybody. And the simple rules could be younger kids and then more complicated rules could be older adults. So I think it actually has a replay value in that case. And I was actually going to say your mom would love this because she also loves Catan. She also loves like knitting games. Mm. And Ticket to Ride, stuff like that. Could we play this game drunk? I think the more important question is, do we want to play this game drunk? Yes. I think it'd be funny to like play it like like hammered with a bunch of bunch of friends and then like take a picture of the what you did after and you could look at it the next day and see like wow that's wrong that's wrong <laughs> that'd be pretty funny i second that oh should we should do that you're like that tile's not even like 90 degrees like what what <laughs> yeah the tile that's like this <laughs> the corners on the edge yeah i like that rotate it there'll probably be tiles all over the table randomly everywhere our the meeples would just be like scattered. They probably would be like, oh, "Mine's on a town and a road." Now, would you play play while drinking and then slowly get intoxicated while playing, or just get totally hammered and then start playing? Slow drink for me. Yeah, slow drink. And there could be drink. There could be drinking rules for this too. I'm sure it's very simple. Lay a tile, take a drink. <laughs> Score, take a drink. Place your meeples upside down. Take a drink. If you finish a church you have to drink a bottle of wine ah <laughs> would you play again and what is your overall impression i feel like all the games that we've played so far with our podcast and on our regular nights i feel like i'm not as excited to play this game again but i would you're just comparing to the other games you mean yeah i just feel like a lot of the games that we play um i'm usually like yeah it's, i really want to come bring bring us home play it again and expand it to other friends as well. But I feel like this one I'm not as excited to do that. But I would play it again without hesitation. Um, I think that um, we got the rules and the strategy down. At least I did so quickly that I feel like this would get boring fairly quickly. Even though I definitely do want to play this again. It's like such a simple game just to bust out. Just a reminder that these are the very basic rules. And there's a lot more rules, a lot more expansions. So, like, yeah, I would definitely play this again with different rules. Yeah, just because we played similar games. Um, it'd be nice to do, to do the expansions for sure. To hopefully get a fresh perspective on it. Or even just get in those extra rules. There's like a bishop rule where you can score even more points, and there's like a farmer rule where if you could just put them in a field. And th those are the ba that's the basic game. But like as a good intro, they give you those three scoring types. If you were to make the theme more exciting but keep the mechanics the same, what would you make that theme be? I would say for me that would be exciting. Would be dystopian future, but western. Why? I just like the way that looks. <laughs> so I like I like that idea, and I think it'd be cool if you could build like if it you could put cards on top and start building them up. Like you build a tower and you build a tower on top and a city in the sky on top of that one. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> Same reason as John Outer Space. Oh no, you're gonna like this. There's actually a Star Wars version of this. I know because Bill bought it, <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't played it. Um, I think mine would be uh, John Wick themed. There would be like a special rule, like John Wick would be running around the, the tiles. <laughs> You'd be assassinating your, your meeples. Meeple assassination. I, I would play that. So for me, I think it'd be cool just to theme it after like some kind of popular thing like Lord of the Rings or something. That'd be cool. You know, you actually have the different uh, 
parts of the parts of the world and the roads connecting them and stuff. Score points by like throwing the ring in Mount Mordor or yeah. something. You have to build the mountain and then you get to throw a ring in it and you get points. Yeah, misty mountains and stuff. It'd be cool. Or even just one with, with islands because this is all land like with water and like just islands you can kind of put them around. That'd be cool. If you built a castle, what would be like the main feature you would try to build in your castle? Um, mine would be the biggest turret to try and compensate for something. <laughs> Low field of vision. That's what I'm trying to compensate for. We need a, ge- a version of this where you 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 um, build your cities and then and you put your peasants and then you a trogdor comes through and burninates the peasants. Oh, <laughs> like um, yeah, a trogdor version of this game be, yeah. probably exists. <laughs> what about you two? What would you guys have as your main feature of a castle? Kitchen. <laughs> why well, why a kitchen because i'm just i'm hungry <laughs> no i mean like good answer Makes if you a have a castle sense. you're gonna want to have parties right yeah gotta feed those people oh i like that yeah. big screen tv you gotta watch those sports 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 uh what type of sports are they watching in uh hockey <laughs> <laughs> dude i don't think hockey over hockey a Hockey, Not for long. Hockey doesn't exist. Look Counting this. down the days. They don't even have water in this world. How would they have <laughs> hockey? <laughs> <laughs> they don't need water. They need ice. Uh. Come on. <laughs> From all of us at Friday Night Games, thank you for checking out our podcast. You can stream it on Spotify, Google Play, or visit our website at www.fridaynightgames.com. Also, please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Currently, we plan to release two to three podcasts a month, and we hope to keep you listening. If you have any questions or comments you want us to address on our show personally, please post one of our socials, and we'll get back to you.